Have you ever wondered how to use branding in your business? What you need to have really awesome branding? Well, today I have Donnie Connor here. She is a color designer and illustrator. She's done color work for big brands like Nike and the North Face, and illustrations for regional magazines and local mom and pop shops. In her spare time, she paints pet portraits. Quite often, her cats are our subject. So today, I have her here. We're gonna discuss a lot about branding and when you should implement branding in your business. Donnie, can you describe a little bit about your background? Hello, everyone. Um, uh, well, I've been really fortunate enough to have a lot of experiences in my creative life, so I have to summarize it a little bit and understand I follow my heart quite often when it comes to new places and new experiences. I have a degree in graphic design, and I also have a degree in illustration. I was a graphic designer and a color designer at Nike, and then I moved to New York and was a graphic designer for a brand agency. And then I left and went to school in Atlanta for illustration. Jeez, I worked as a studio artist. I taught illustration at the school that I went to. And then for about 10 years, I was a server and a bartender <laughs> to support my illustration habit. And then I tried with a, a friend of mine, an interior designer friend, a refurbishing furniture business. That didn't work out. So I came back to the West Coast and I came back into color design for the North Face. And I've been doing that for about six years and I'm ready to focus on a new career path because the North Face is moving this summer to Denver, their headquarters, and I'm not going with them. And part of the new path is talking with Molly today. What is branding and why is branding so important? Well, I believe that branding is the personality of your brand. It's the story as well as the look and feel of your product and service. The right branding intrigues and lures potential customers in, and if it's done well, people will remember your brand and let others know about it. When should you incorporate branding into your business? After you start flushing out your ideas and put your thoughts together in a business plan and done some research and decided on the name of the business, that's when branding ideas should start too. This is the way to make your business feel real when you have I've, you've made an identity out of it, and it allows your imagination to run wild with all the ideas of how to get your brand recognized, like anything from apps to logos to billboards to coffee mugs, the side of a bus, those kind of things. You want to be able to always have your brand recognizable. So this is the stage where you're starting to get really excited about what it could look like and how you can show up in the world as your brand. What is some of the most common mistakes you see business owners making? What are some of the pitfalls to avoid? I feel like cutting costs on your brand imaging, like naming, fonts, color, logo, and really badly designed websites and lack of advertising, those are really a lot of people just think that they can show up with their product and that's all that they need for their brand. It is their brand. And that's a really bad way of thinking about things. And that you should really think about four to eight percent of your gross sales be used for branding and marketing. And 
marketing and branding, after you have your brand, your marketing is your main thing out there. So what are the steps a small business would take to start a branding process? I think a really important part of it is researching your competition and businesses whose brands are that you really like and how you see it relating to your business. Looking for a branding agency or a graphic designer that focuses on brands needs to launch your business is probably the best step. If you're not a designer, then reach out to somebody who is and make sure that your brand is, is seen the way you want it and how you have imagined it. Again, research their competition, see what they like about what their competition is doing on their websites and for their advertising, their marketing, what platforms they're using um, in social media and things like that. And then I think that having a good solid like mood board, if you will, like a Pinterest board filled with ideas of how you'd like your brand to look from people that you've seen or brands that are relevant related to what you do and how great they look and how you want to do that. If you can take that into a brand agency and talk with the designer, I think that that's the best way to do it because you already have a vision for them to work off of. How do you choose colors and fonts? Let's see. Well, color is my first love um, and fonts, unfortunately, are my last love, but <laughs> they go hand in hand. It's very important to understand the product and service and how color relates to it. And by that way, I mean, there's a science to color and how people perceive it. So you want to make sure if you were doing something that you want like you're a financial institute for some or something like that, and you want people to trust you or have faith in you, blue is usually a great color to use for that. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of science behind those kind of things. And knowing how the colors you've chosen relate back to your product or service is really important. More, more things like um, the geographic location of your business, the customer base, and this one's really important. The longevity of your business is really important when choosing a color or typeface. The projective age of a business is the most important when it comes to branding trends. If a business wants to stand the test of time, like a financial institute, like I was saying, the color and font choice should be kind of timeless so that it sort of stands the test of time. You know, like Wells Fargo has been around for since the 1800s. And of course their um, logo is a wagon train shifted and, and changed their fonts or they've done a little bit to their logos but they've they've kept it really to the to who they are and that's kind of stood the test of time on the other hand if you have a product or service that's a trending idea like you know the cupcake shop craze that happened several years ago then you want you want your brand to look and speak to that trend and that consumer um there's a lot of in the last, I'd say, decade, especially if you're looking at Pinterest for branding ideas, there's this really particular kind of look and feel of this particular decade. And if that's who the consumer you're looking for, like a millennial or Gen Z, then you base your business um, brand look and feel around that and your colors that are like either trending or classic. What should you consider when creating a logo? Uh, logos are your mark. They're like the avatar of your brand. When people see that they, when they see it, they should get it. And then they, they'll come to recognize it. 
Then you have to think about all the areas in which the logo will be seen. Those same kind of things, store windows, business cards, flyers, menus, billboards, apps, packaging. There's a long list of things that you need to think about when you think about your logo and your brand coloring and the fonts that you use. Think about really recognizable logos and all the places you've seen them, like Coca-Cola, Apple, Starbucks, Target, Nike, Facebook, all the big guys. Now think about your logo and how it can apply to some of those places and see how it works best. For instance, if you're, if you're thinking of doing an app, your business needs to, you need to think about the size of that icon on that smartphone. It's really, really tiny. I can't show you on them. Coca-Cola, who has a really long name, and they have to put it in that really tiny space is really hard. We're like, Facebook has done a really great job of just using the F and the color blue. So those are the kinds of things, like if you're just a barber shop and you just need to have your logo up in the window and it doesn't need to have an app and there's all those kinds of things, just think about how easy it is to see it and recognize it and understand it. Like if you put too much into it or not enough, it's gonna lack what it should say for your, for your business. Again, like I said, it's your avatar, so you want it to be like, the most representative of you. And the font usually is the best way is simple so that it's easy and doesn't get lost in translation. Where should you go to hire someone to help with branding? I'm trying to think about that one. Um, that one's probably the toughest one for me to think about because I haven't worked with a brand agency um, here in Oakland except for flight design and their um, based actually out of Oakland, but there's a lot of agencies and there's a lot of contracting graphic designers, freelancers, that that's what their thing is. Like I have a really good friend who, he's a color designer, but he also is a branding designer. He's also a logo designer. I think it's a good place to start though, is an association called AIGA, and it's a graphic artist association. And they might be, they might have a list of people in the area that you're in, be it we're in the Bay Area, but anywhere in the US, they could probably point you to some of those agencies or some of those designers that can help you with your. What are some must have assets if you are on a budget? Of course your name, your logo, because it's also your name, and your website, or at least an Instagram page to be online right now, if you're really on a budget, because that's free. Um, that's a good place to start. If you can't hire a web designer, that's okay, because there's a lot of platforms out there right now, like Wix and WordPress, Squarespace. You just pay a small monthly fee to use their servers, and they have easy templates to use. So unless you're planning on attending an event or take part in a trade show, I think business cards are becoming sort of obsolete. They were good to put, they were good to have, but they're not a need to have. Um, you need to have a digital space for someone to find you and a logo for them to remember you. If budget is an issue, how would you, a small business DIY branding? That's a really tough one because I don't really recommend DIY branding because um, unless you're a designer and it's the first face of what you're putting out as your brand, if it's not done well, you're gonna, nobody's gonna recognize you or they won't remember you. In fact, you know, sometimes a really bad website or a bad design is remembered only as a joke and then they won't remember it anymore. Um, also, I think that it's something that you should work into your budget 
it should be most important. Um, it's the personality and face of your business. And if it doesn't look professional, cu customers might not take you personally or sorry, seriously. And then they'll go to your competitor. Um, I would just look at direct competitors and their brands and what yours could look like. Again, those websites, if you really can't hire a branding designer, those websites that um, are like Squarespace have templates that can help you have a good look and feel. But then I would start putting some money towards your branding because it's going to be your face and you want to make sure that it's the best looking thing out there and gets really good response from your consumers. Are there any resources you would recommend to learn more about branding? Any blogs, books, or podcasts? Um, I spend a lot of my time at the Barnes & Noble graphic design section <laughs> for any new books um, because I personally love books, so I'll go to that. Um, Player FM has this huge list on branding podcasts, so that's a really great resource. And if you're any kind of artist, designer, business owner in a creative sense, Skillshare is what I use. Their classes on branding, logos, and business tips are really great. I actually try to watch one to two of those tutorials every month for anything that I need to do in my business. And I also listen to Jenna Kutcher, Gold Digger podcast. She's really great. She's a marketing person, but she has some really good things about branding and how to get your brand out there. What is one myth about branding that you want to debunk? Um, kind of just that thing I, I said a little earlier where your product or your service speak for themselves. It's just kind of a foolish statement in the business world today. It's like showing up to a catering gig without food or to a black and white ball without an invitation. Like you can't just expect that you make dog treats and that everybody's gonna buy them. You need to tell them why your dog treats are better than everybody else. And, you know, just give them the story. If you don't have a story and you just think that this little thing is gonna sell itself, you, you're really mistaken. What is a song that motivates you to get up and going and pumps you up? Well, according to Spotify, Oh Baby by LCD Sound System was the song I played the most in 2018. But I actually really love the whole album, American Dream, and I'll play it at home while I'm doing something with my hands, like painting or putting together IKEA furniture, or cooking. But I love listening to the most when I'm driving along the Northern California coast in my convertible. So I've listened to that album and that song a lot this year. What are a few brands you dream of working with? For color and illustration, there is a um, company called Pop Sockets, and it's here in the Bay Area now. And they're the things that go on the back of your smartphone for you to hold. And they have all these different colors and illustrations on them, and I really love that. Um, anthropology, I've always thought about doing color illustration work for them, working on their store windows. Google, I love to be a Google doodler, you know, those fun little things that come out mm -hmm. Google every so often. Um, and Chronicle Books has always been a big, big um, dream of mine to work for. And then for color and trends, uh, WGSN, which is a fashion trend site, uh, Apple, uh, Tesla, Pinterest, Instagram, those are big dream companies, but I don't see why that can't happen. Do you have any last words you want to leave with a small business owner? Do your research on what you really love and how you want to speak 
to your consumers. And again, remember what, how, what the longevity of your business is. If it's gonna be something short and trendy that maybe only lasts five years, go for it with a trendy, fun, like grab your customer hook. But if you're gonna do something that you wanna keep there, keep a longevity with like a restaurant or something that you want to be around for 30 years or pass down to your children, think about your branding in that way too.